about relationships, coronavirus and human relationships, about relationships, coronavirus and human relationships, about relationships, epidemics and pandemics have been around since the dawn of humanity. It is a dangerous planet in many ways and we must just accept that reality. Human knowledge has come a long way since those first pandemics tens of thousands of years ago, even hundreds of thousands of years ago. The coronavirus COVID-19 of today, it attacks humanity as the internet, internet age is well established. And the principles that led to the creation of the internet are vastly important as humans leave behind the age of fire and enter the phase when humans use specific radiation for specific tasks. Fire was our first control of radiation and it has taken us to the age where some humans are contemplating on how to settle on worlds beyond this planet. The control of fire has brought us this far. Fire boiled the water and sterilized utensils thousands of years ago, reducing the chances of pandemics. Cooking food reduced the pathogens we took into our stomachs. We shall discuss fire in a further podcast. This coronavirus has disturbed the sequence of the podcast and obviously other planned undertakings all over the world. Take care of what is in your hands. What is in other hands is not up to you. The human knowledge that has increased since the dawn of humanity is not only about pandemics and the pathogens that cause these epidemics and pandemics. We understand far more about what type of relationships these viruses have with the humans. A relationship that clearly humans dread and would rather not have that relationship. Humans understand that these viruses just need a host that fits specific parameters and organization of information. Not forgetting that a human being and that virus are made up of the same thing, basic particles and stuff fi even finer as proved in colliders. This stuff we have called Ronke because the man who pointed out what is happening in every experiment with a collider in his language, Gonke is everything. And he termed that finest of particles, the stuff that goes into every basic particle, Gonke. Both the human and the virus are just information packages organized in a different manner because of relationships. As both the virus and the human being are made up of basic particles but different relationships that basic particles are having with each other 
such that we can categorize some types of relationships that basic particles and atoms have as viruses and other relationships as human beings. As everything is made up of the same stuff and it all has the same basic characteristics, one has said much about this topic over the years. The virus needs other pieces of living information to have certain conditions so that it can thrive. Sometimes the human fits the bill according to how the virus is structured. As all relationships take energy to maintain, when a virus gets into a relationship with a human, it does not want to waste energy under conditions that it cannot thrive. That is why pandemics are a random event. Pandemics and epidemics are random events because the pathogens are not always equipped with the right type of energy to make a relationship with human beings such that whatever it is becomes what we have termed a pan pandemic. The virus must have the right characteristics. All events are random, including the event that led to our existence, the Big Bang. It is not always when a pathogen can become a pandemic. Specific parameters must be met or the relationship cannot take place that leads to a pandemic. Those relationships are for the medical experts. But we know it is all about relationships because everything in this universe is in a re relationship and all those relationships take energy to maintain. With pathogens, the energy needed to maintain the relationship might end in the death of the human. That is why humans dread this type of relationship. It is not just our knowledge about viruses that has increased since humans first appeared on this earth. We understand viruses, that is why we try to develop vaccinations against them. In time, as we understand further the relationships between pathogens and humans, our techniques of protecting ourselves will increase, and those techniques have increased over the centuries. Our knowledge of many, many other things has also increased since the dawn of humanity. We fly, destroying such statements like, if a man was meant to fly, God will have given man wings. Our imagination and desire to mimic nature has led to humans flying, creating their own wings. We have podcasts, smartphones, abundance in some societies of food. But the principles to create that abundance of food is available to each and every society.
We kill without putting ourselves in harm's way. Like the gods, we kill from a distance. But the principles of killing from a distance are available to all human beings. Thus, though killing from a distance, any society can organize such that they too do the same. Thus, not decreasing the chances of death. We have lit streets from electricity. We don't have to walk, walk in the scary dark. But these principles of lit streets are available to all societies. Some societies actively research pathogens in order to understand better the relationships between pathogens and human beings. Thus, be better able to protect themselves. The principles that lead to a society being able to afford to research pathogens and thus better protect themselves are available to all societies. If the principles are there for every society to utilize in all these things that require the human mind, like research a pathogen and use equipment and other techniques to reduce the effects of pathogens, then societies either respect these principles or disrespect them in how they organize their society. At the end of the day, a society by its actions is only rewarding or punishing itself. All societies in today's world on this planet fall under a jurisdiction of a government. A government cannot justify its existence on any moral ground if it makes no effort to protect the physical borders of that society. Why is this? It is because of the physical relationships that society has with what is within those physical borders. That is where society gets its physical resources to exist. And food and shelter are derived from these resources. The resources lay within the physical borders. Once the physical borders are violated, the, the society's very existence is at stake. An attack on the borders is a random event like all other events in existence. Being a random event and will more likely take place if there are no guards at the border. The government has to be doing something that is the very existence of that society is at stake. Famine is a random event, but it is more likely to occur in societies organized in a certain manner that increase the likelihood of having a famine. Given that all these principles are there for all societies in this age of the podcast, it means societies have chosen a set of paths that include greater likelihood 
of having a famine. The famine is evidence of this reality. A government doing its duty to the preservation of that society would have policies that ensure greater agricultural output. Greater agricultural output includes better agricultural techniques like irrigation, top quality seeds, proper feeding of livestock, medicine for livestock. All this is about a society having the best economic activity taking place within its boundaries. We cannot defy reality. There has to be some activity taking place. A government in the way of this production is giving way to famine. A random event whose chances can be reduced with sound principles, accepting that people must be allowed to put food on the table in the manner that they are good at. And only the individual can truly know what they are good at. That will ensure enough taxation for the government to understand what to do when these random crises spring upon the society. A famine would not likely affect the food rations of those who are the heads of governments whose societies constantly face hunger. It is because of this that often they don't mind. They will take the little that is there and feed themselves. A healthy society is one that must rely first and paramount on hygiene. A bath a day, if possible, is a good culture. Is there the money to build such a structure that it is possible for society to have that one bath a day, given all the principles we understand, not just about pathogens, but how to organize society that it produces the most amount of knowledge, more importantly, it utilizes the most amount of knowledge it possibly can. Acquiring knowledge is a random undertaking. Who is good at acquiring knowledge is always random at any given time. As acquiring of knowledge is random and each human being is a random information package, every human being alive today is a product of chance. There will always be those little differences on thought of how to do things, how to solve a problem. Society needs to understand this for creating the most knowledge. At the end of the day, knowledge being random is about trail and error. As knowledge is trail and error, the relationships between human beings in a society that accepts this reality is that the more people participating, the better. If somebody believes they have a better way of doing things, they will have that right 
to be proven wrong or right. In doing things better, that individual action will benefit the whole society, as the whole society will see a better way of doing things and will recognize this fact so that others can involve themselves. That is why it is important to know where ideas originate from. It, it might turn out not to be a better way. The society learns not to do it that way. The government, if and only if it desires and has a sound respect and appreciation that knowledge is a random thing, will protect all equally. All will have the same rights. Then society will organize itself in a manner of respecting knowledge. Economic activity will follow these realities around knowledge. Only a society that actually respects the importance of knowledge in economic activity will allow somebody to say, I can do it better and is allowed to try, succeed or fail. Somebody has to be always allowed to say that is wrong. There is a better way. Somebody is anybody. The culture has to accept somebody is anybody. The knowledge process is like a computer in a very slow motion, but still a computer. All information it behaves the same in similar ways. Respecting knowledge leads a society to grow its knowledge base. It does this by trial and error, just like a computer making complex calculations. Once knowledge is confirmed as true, the society adds upon that knowledge bit by bit. A society that respects knowledge, the society is always calculating, be it buildings, making an engine, creating better weapons, improving on building technologies, better and more efficient transport, improvements in scientific theory getting closer to the origins of everything such as understanding everything is in a relationship and all relationships take energy to maintain better medicines and healthcare as we understand better the relationships between pathogens and human beings a society that respects knowledge as a whole through all those individual calculations because somebody, anybody is allowed to participate and should be actively encouraged to participate and do things better if they can, adding to the capacity of the society, acting as a computer. Dr. Ben Carson talked at a White House press briefing on Saturday, March 21, 2009.
2020 in the middle of the COVID-19 pandemic. He understood when he mentioned that housing has everything to do with healthcare. A clean environment, a good modern home with the best the technology has to offer is a safer environment from pathogens. Good homes and housing come from a sound economy. The whole economy is what the government taxes. Good housing is not only good for one's health, but it is also signals the economic output of the society, the society's ability to mobilize resources. The nature of how a society decides to look after its healthcare is up to that society. However, when it comes to a pandemic, like an invasion of the borders threatens the existence of society. Famine too threatens the existence of society, as starving people are hardly loyal and should not be expected to be loyal to a government whose members have fat shiny chicks at any circumstances if they are using their mind. But if they believe the famine is an act of God and all they have to do is pray or dance for rain to end the famine, then they will be loyal. They know no better. They never appreciated themselves. The culture didn't let them appreciate themselves. A government is there to protect people. If a plague or pandemic wipes out the population, there is no use for that government because that government would have failed in its duty. Given the reality of 2020 and that all societies know and understand that it takes resources to take care of something like a pandemic that threatens the entire society. All these principles are there for all societies. Those that feign that their cultures will not allow these principles should not be shocked by starvation and misery caused by disrespecting knowledge. When a pandemic strikes, a government has to have a contingency plan. People are not paying taxes just to have a bloated government where people can suck others for food, shelter and clothing. A government needs to have been prepared. Then what is its role? A pandemic is a random event. A prudent government from experience would know this and be as ready as possible. That means the money and resources must be made available so that people can continue to eat. Then don't quarantine them if it is as normal and people should look after themselves.
to make sure there is food, the government would have would best have operated a balanced budget, a surplus or a minuscule deficit, because fighting a pandemic like a war can be expensive. People need to eat whilst they are in quarantine. If a government has wasted this money, then people will go outside looking for food and endanger everybody. People need to eat. The government should be aware of these things and be prepared. All those people need to eat. They have been paying taxes for a reason, for protection. The government can't come and say there is no money. Where is the money? What was it spent on? Who was the money spent on now that people have no food with such an unforeseen disaster, but, it's, but is known to be random? It is about respecting each other and respecting ourselves. Allowing equality before the law means all can participate in the economy. The more people participating, the more the government can collect in taxes to be ready to defend the lives of the citizenry. There is no excuse today for any government not to be able to feed people through a pandemic, knowing the reality that in many societies people are living paycheck to paycheck. A pandemic is an invasion. It can be a very deadly invasion and it doesn't choose. It chooses a human being. A pandemic production can be cut dearly. People are not going to work. The government will be collecting less taxes. It should be it should have been ready for such an e eventuality. Good budget means resources will be there when production is being cut. The best system to generate these resources is one that allows anybody to say I can do it better or this is wrong and the system allows them to try and get and do it better and they get their, their acknowledgement be it profit, recognition for works, royalties and recognition for improving society's knowledge base. A society working together understanding the meaning of the word a professional attitude. With sound production, a society improves its chances when it comes to defending its borders. It reduces the effects of relying totally on nature for food, thus reducing chances of famine. It has the money 
and resources to better survive a pandemic. It is about recognizing that everything is in a relationship. Relationships are all random and have a cost in energy to maintain them. The pathogen causing the pandemic has to be in a relationship with human beings in order to kill them. The idea is a society understands how these relationships occur and creates some type of inoculation that will break up these relationships. These brings into play the second law of information. The second law of information states, an information package will remain in its present state unless a relationship is established. The medical experts know they must create a new relationship to combat the existing relationship the pathogen has with human beings if humans are to survive. A pandemic is a random event. A society be, will be ready for it, even if the entire society perishes from that pandemic. At least it recognized that the pandemic is dangerous and was always ready to do the best it could for itself by following sound principles that allow the society to be actively ready for such an event. It gave its best, even if exterminated by the pandemic. That is all the universe can ask. Do your best to survive and prepare yesterday as best as possible for survival in any eventuality by having been prepared yesterday by following sound principles of knowledge creation. Those finding themselves not within the trade routes means they have nothing to offer the world in terms of technology. Knowledge creation. But they can only offer identified resources. Resources identified by other minds like raw materials. They better be spe specifically created. Because a pandemic means absolute critical danger to these people because there is no respect for knowledge. That is why they are not on the trade routes where the pandemic will first travel, but it will reach there in this world of 2020. Has a society fallen short of being best ready for a pandemic, given that all the principles of survival are out there. If not, that means that society was only looking after a clique and it was robbing the rest of the society. Better to think of a government that is for the people. The first idea for that is all are equal before the law. The law has no class, race, ethnicity or religious affiliation.
This finally leads to anybody, as all have equal rights under the law, then anybody can say, that is wrong. I know a better way. In a pandemic, one will not see wholesale prices of basic hygienic goods increase when all lives are at stake. Look around you. Look at society. Look at the relationships humans have with each other. Then you know why and how your society is dealing with that pandemic, with COVID-19. I hope we have all learned from this and all humanity realizes we must all participate in this global economy, in all societies. Thank you very much.